Hello, everyone. We want to take this opportunity to say thank you. As you go at the Golden Boot, so do our needs, but we cannot do it without you. We ask that you continue to like our posts, share our content, and subscribe to our YouTube, Facebook, and other social media platforms. You may also visit thegoldenboot.com for the latest merch. If you would like to make a financial donation, you can do so through Cash App at Money Sign Golden Boot or through PayPal at paypal.me slash golden boot. We look forward to bringing you more laughs, knowledge, and entertainment. And again, thank you for your endless support. Sincerely and respectfully, the Golden Boot team. The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Welcome back to another episode of the Golden Buddhist Boy Pooh Bell. Got my man Aunt Petty Murphy in the building. And it's been a busy, busy day. Uh, man. We apologize for coming on a little late. Uh a lot of, lot of things been in motion. <laughs> Literally. Uh me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh yeah, so um but Ryan came in with jokes. <laughs> Talking about Pooh Bear forgot to charge his laptop again. I'm gonna forget to charge your your tail. You keep on. But but what's funny is my my laptop. I was the one who made the show late. I admit, you know, it was my fault. It wasn't Pooh's fault this time. But and uh, my laptop actually is about to die, so I had to put it on the charger during the intro. So Ryan got jokes, but he actually kind of spot on. <laughs> yeah. But uh, man, nah, what's man, good? I man? Was, I, Man, just left from uh, you know, my little mentor program trying to change some lives and some young people, man. But uh same old, same old, bro. What about you? Man, listen, I'm tired. Um I, feel you. I, I thought uh, I was tired till you told me how your day been. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, been been up been up since the since the uh since the wee wee hours of the morning. Um I tell you what, I don't, everybody who sat by me on the plane, I would apologize to them, but I don't care. Because <laughs> all, yeah. hey, listen, I put them shades on, I put that neck pillow on, and all, all I heard. Oh, was, oh, once the neck pillow come out, they know what time it is, bro. Do you know? You know how you know you tired when you hear yourself snore <laughs> in your sleep. <laughs> all, all I heard, hey, then the oh, crazy man. part about it, I heard three three different kind of snores. I heard the, oh, then I heard the, oh. <laughs> I knew I was tired, oh, man. Oh, man, oh. I knew I was tired. And, man, I'm, I'm in this I'm in this hotel with this, Let's I'm see. in a different hotel than what I usually stay in. Okay. And Better Wi-Fi this time? Or what? I'm actually plugged directly in this time. Oh, okay. So, um, but the chair. Ah. The chair. One of them, huh? I, I'm, I'm either, I'm, I'm. If I fall out, I'm. Don't worry about it. Just keep going. I, I bounce back, back, uh, back up. So, but uh, <laughs> hey, I'm serious. Hope, hope the chair put better together, better. Than, I mean, the bed put together better than the chair. Then, oh, the bed look very comfortable. I hadn't tried. Listen, I was scared because I was gonna take a nap before the show. I was scared. Oh, you weren't gonna wake up. I went. Yeah, it was over with. So, yeah. Whatever oh, I say tonight, up, if it, if it's off the wall, you delirious like Eddie Murphy. Hey, I'm in the thing. <laughs> if y'all hear me snoring, mind your business. <laughs> what they say, argue with your mama? I don't care. <laughs> 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 but 
But uh, no. what's up, everybody in chat? Ryan did pop in, though. Man, Ryan, we do appreciate you coming in. Uh, looking forward to it. Um, cousin Nick in the building. Hey, cousin Nicky, how what's you doing? What's going on, fam? How you Cousin, doing? cousin Nicky uh hit me up and gave me some uh restaurants I gotta try when I uh when I go back to uh fly back out. So I'm gonna definitely okay, hit them man. up. Definitely hit them for up. Sure, for sure. Josh, what's good, Josh? I always appreciate. Appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. Uh, we got a... I don't know what kind of show it's going to be. Sure. It's, that's, that's exactly that. That's a good one. That's a good answer. Uh, <laughs> that's a good answer. Uh, well, let's go ahead. Uh, before we get started, like we always do, uh, we want to thank everybody for watching, tuning in and stuff. You can be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. Uh, appreciate your support, your likes, your shares, your, you know, your subscriptions. Um, word of mouth gets out and stuff. And uh, somebody is it, I always get somebody hit me up like, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate what y'all doing and stuff. Uh, and it means a lot. Um, so we do we do appreciate everything that y'all have done uh, to help us get where we are and, and to help us go where we're going. So. But um, you could do more. You could subscribe. Or you could tell your cousin to subscribe. Or you could tell your nephew, baby daddy to subscribe. Or hopefully it's baby mama. I bet I, that came out kind of wrong. But uh yeah. But anyway, so if you subscribe, you can win some money. They might be not And I know y'all so got y'all taxes, so y'all don't really care right now. But them tax money will be gone and y'all gonna need that hundred dollars. So I don't subscribe. Even want to talk about taxes right now. <laughs> subscribe and you can get uh oh. Get a hundred dollars. All right. Did I freeze or did you freeze? Uh oh. Hold on, I'm finna try to read. I don't know if that's me or you. My back am I good? Was that me? They said it was me, but I don't know. Okay, okay. Oh, they said ant froze. I wonder. I was like, uh oh. Yeah, I don't know. I ain't know what happened. They said your video, your video going in that. Um, I, I just know I, I don't trust. Let me hotel let me leave come back then. I guess. All right. Why you do that? I'll do our, our usual. Um, y'all know what time it is. It's the last Sunday of the uh, Black History Month. Uh-oh, let me go back. Last Sunday of Black History Month. Uh, like we say every time, it didn't start in 1619. It won't end with President Obama. Uh, today's Black History figure was none other than Miss Monet Davis. Miss um, Monet was the first Black girl to play in the Little League World Series. Uh, not only that, she was the first... Um, girl overall to pitch uh in the game and to win she's also the first to pitch a shutout uh she currently is at uh hampton university on the softball team unfortunately her freshman season got cut short due to COVID. sophomore season uh they canceled so we look forward to seeing what she's gonna do this year but that's uh that's one to make you feel old you ain't lying boy <laughs> That's what it makes you feel. Well, I remember yeah. saying that. So, this she in college now, man. That's the crazy part. Like, bro, she's supposed to be like fifteen right now, bro. <laughs> I tell it. Other people, I, I realize it's other people's kids that make you feel mm -hmm. old. It's never your own. Facts. Big old facts. Yeah. Um. All right. Speaking of baseball, though. Speaking of baseball and softball, LSU's baseball team uh, dropped their first game yesterday. And the melt um, ensued. 
They lost to Iowa big time, 12 to, I, I think, 12 to 4. It may have been 12 to 3. Um, but fans were, I mean, complete meltdown. Complete meltdown. Um, it's 56 games in the season at minimum. And they act like that was the championship. So, yeah. I mean, we knew it was coming the first time the team lost. It was going to happen. You know what I mean? They thought that this team was going to go undefeated or something, I guess. I don't know, but it's baseball. Anything can happen. Yeah. Um, the, here's the, cra- the crazy part about it to me. Um, I see it every – kind of every game where, like, if they get out to a slow start, um, they're always – you know what I'm saying? Fans are, are like, oh, man, what are we doing? You know, this team isn't as good as we thought they were. And it's like, hey, man, you know, it's – Slow start. I done, seen some, I done seen some people throwing Jay Johnson under the bus already, man. Yeah. Jay Johnson a fraud. And he, he can't even win with this time. Like, come on, man. Like, let's pump the brakes on Ali. Right. Right. Um, it didn't help. LSU softball team also lost. Um, lost a close one. They lost uh, 5 4 to UL. Um, ULL. Thank uh, you. They um, then came back today to beat them uh 4-1 so uh they split the games with ULL um and ended up winning three out of four over the weekend so yeah that softball fine bro they oh, yeah. I mean, they had one hiccup out of their first 15 games or so like they'll be all right bro. they've shown a lot of resilience uh so far early in this season um and even in a a, a loss it was a close loss so um I, I can't hold much against them for that. So, but uh, as 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 Ryan says, um, it's way too early to hit the panic button, and unfortunately, it's a lot of people doing it. Bless you, appreciate you. But uh, but yeah, man, you know that's if we had to lose to someone, you I don't know about that. I feel like UCLA, ULL is never acceptable, but that might just be a personal bias I have against ULL. But uh, yeah, I think it's way too early to panic in, in either sport, mm-hmm. um, especially baseball, man. Just because we know how baseball is in the way, you know, softball is, is the same way to a certain extent where any day anything can happen based off who's pitching. But, <laughs> but baseball to there's more parity in baseball, I believe, than softball. You know what yeah. I mean? So it, so you have to worry about that happening a little bit more in baseball. So I think, man, just pump the brakes, bro. Way right. too soon. All right. Um, baseball is a game of failure. Um, if your hitting was essentially 29%, you're, that is considered a really good baseball. Uh, man, who the greatest hitter ever in baseball? I mean, as far as as far as, as far as like in a season percentage wise, the answer is Ted Williams. Okay, he hit over four hundred. I mean, you know what I mean. So more than half the time he failed, and he's the greatest ever to do it. Yeah, if we don't put four seasons, so I mean, just you said Ted Williams. I, th- yeah. I it was a trick question. I was gonna say Itro. Oh, yeah, he, he, <laughs> hey, that's. Yeah, him and Tony Gwynn, some of my favorites of all yeah. time, bro. They Tony could Tony Gwynn play today? I know this is a crazy. Could Tony Gwynn play today? I think he could. Because you he could know, survive. I think so much of today's game is predicated on the home run. You know what I mean? And yeah. Tony Gwynn wasn't hitting a lot of home runs, but I like all you gotta do is make the first. I think the shift would have hurt him, but now that they've banned the shift, I think Tony Quinn would be I don't know, I'm not gonna say he would have been as good as he is now. I mean as he was, because it's a different game nowadays, but he would have still been I'm, I'm gonna tell you why I think Tony Gwynn would still be really good. Tony Gwynn was cerebral. That's very true. Extremely cerebral. Uh they it, people always tell the story, and most people have heard it about when um I forget who they are playing. But um, it, it got rain delayed, and he came. He went to hey, this this is who's going to pitch. Um, mm-hmm. Be ready. This is what he's going to throw. And exactly like he said, yeah. they came out through that pitch, and it was boom. So, yeah. what's good, Marv? Marv in the building. Our good, 
good man Dave in the building as well. What's happening, fellas? Appreciate yeah, um, Tony Gwynn might be the greatest hitter I've ever seen with my own two eyes. As far as like, you know, just pure hitting the baseball. Ichiro right up there with him. Right up there with him. But Ichiro is more of a speedster that kind of used that to his advantage with Tony Gwynn. You know, that man wasn't beating out a tortoise in a, in a foot race. Yeah. So some of my favorite baseball players, um, Tony Gwynn, Pudge Rodriguez, Mm. Um, um, uh, Cecil Fielder, um, David Wells, uh, not Cecil Fielder, I'm sorry, Pre- Prince Fielder. Prince, Prince Fielder. Fielder. Okay, I was about to say Cecil Fielder, that's the name for you right there. Yeah, bro. Prince, Prince Fielder. Um, and they all got something in common. They was big dudes, but yeah. they was moving and they played. Um, it's another, I, I can't think of the other guys. How, uh, how can you not say Bartolo Colon? That's who I'm man. like. Okay, I, I was trying to Hispanic guy. I can't remember his yeah. name. Yeah, he's got to. He got to be on the list, man. He on the list, man. It's just because it was always. Um, and it's funny because I, when I was younger, I was really small, but I thought I was fat. So, oh, like you froze again. Um, so when um, seeing those guys, man, out there moving like they did, was just it was inspiring to me, man. So. All right, you there? Yeah, I'm. Well, if you can see me though, I hear you though. I hear you. Drop me in that. All right. Um, Ryan brings up Pete Rose. Yeah, Pete Rose was a dog. I mean, I never saw him play, so I yeah. can't really highlights and stuff. Um, yeah, but. Man, I had like I was a big fan of 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 uh, I don't want to say Prince of, of the Queen, but like other than that, as far as like just pure hills, uh, it's like Miguel probably to me is one of the greatest hitters to ever live, but it doesn't ever get the credit he deserves for it. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously. Ken Griffey Jr. got the prettiest swing to me that I've ever seen in my life. Perfect. Um, Perfect yeah. swing. That's the prettiest swing I've seen. But as far as like Etro was a great hitter, um, Chipper Jones was a great hitter from both sides of the plate. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. something about Tony Gwynn, it just, I don't know what it is, dog. But it was like Tony Gwynn came up, you can bet that that ball was going to hit in that, that right field corner somewhere. And he was going to get a single or a stand up double out of every yeah. time. Yeah, man. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm looking for it. I didn't realize spring practice had already started. Spring yeah. training. So, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting, man. We'll talk, um, I'm gonna talk about that a little later tonight. Okay. Um, football, football. Um, I'm gonna make this one real quick. Um, Michael Daugherty entered the transfer portal. Um. He put out a statement. Uh, I'm not going to read the statement because uh, I, I, I don't have it pulled up. And uh, But I, I do want to say um, I wish him the best. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit more later about about this, but um, I wish him to wish him the best, uh, praying for, for him. Um, I know how much he and his family loved LSU, so um, I just wish him the best. And, and and that's all needs to be said. Yeah. In my opinion. So yeah, I mean, I think as fans, we always try to kind of put ourselves in their shoes and kind of wonder what they were thinking and why they did what they did when the the ultimate part is we need to, you know, just be mindful of his future and be, you know, wishing and, and praying for the best for that young man going forward. I think that's the ultimate goal is we want the best for the young kid, for the young man. And correct. And I think too many times we start trying to wonder how they did what they did instead of just on what's best for them. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. I know we got basketball next, but I want to skip. I want to go to ba- boxing real quick. Tommy Fury versus Jake Paul. Um, Tommy, <laughs> Tommy Fury beat Jake Paul by a split decision. Oh, Jay Paul um, lost. He lost. 
Oh wow, okay. Yeah, it was uh seven uh seventy four seventy five, uh seventy six seventy three, seventy six seventy three. That was the official uh judges cards. Um Tommy Fury was the was considered the first real boxer that Jake Paul has has fought. Um he did get a knockdown on on Tommy Fury in the uh I want to say in the last round that kind of made it a ten eight round yeah. uh to, to make it a little bit closer. Um but although it was a loss, uh should we start taking Jake Paul more serious as a boxer? I'm not saying he's going to be like some kind of weight class champion, but yeah, why shouldn't we? I mean, I feel like if the people, and like this is the thing, like I've heard people in the in that industry mm-hmm. who say, you know, what I mean, he does, he goes through the training, and you know, what I mean, he gets in there, he actually does it, and you can't you can't fake boxing, you know what I mean? Right. Like, you know you what I mean? Like, you don't practice yeah, boxing, yeah, you, you don't yeah, play you know boxing, I mean? yeah, yeah, you box. So I feel like when you take all that in consideration, his, his who he fought aside. I mean, he's a boxer. Is he a professional boxer? Maybe not. You know what I mean? But he's a boxer. He's, he's a, at least an amateur boxer. And I mean, I think he, in some of, I ain't watched the fight today, obviously. Um, right, I right. My, my program or whatever. But um, I, I didn't even watch it. I, I, but, but, you know, I, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, from what I've seen from him in the past, uh, he he's shown that he's got skill, you know what I mean? He's shown that he he's taking it seriously. Then and, and to me, he has like a level of appreciation and respect for it. So he's not trying to make a mockery of it. Like you can argue about all his antics That's and all that showmanship and all, but you can say some of the some real boxers do the same thing. You know what I mean? Like Adrian Bronner's of the world do the same type of stuff. You know what I mean? So what separates Adrian Bronner's antics from Jake Paul's antics, you know what I mean? Like, so I feel like, I feel like you, the antics don't disqualify him for being able to be a boxer. I feel like he might not be professional, but he's definitely a boxer. And and to me, if he's able to get a fight with a Tommy Fury, then that just even more solidifies it and legitimizes him to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, I can't believe you brought up the can, man, because anyone can get it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Adrian Brown. If, if he could box as good as he could talk, he'd be the greatest ever. He got, he got. So he was. I thought he was going to be the next Mayweather. He got too involved in the antics over the, the actual Andre Ward. Mm. So I just say one of them. One of them retired undefeated. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but um. Uh, Jake Paul, he's very skilled. Very skilled. He has, he's got power. Um, I think he's got some good technique. The only thing I, I was driving me crazy about him, he was only boxing and uh or fighting against um former athletes or athletes who um did were not box. He fought against two MMA fights, but he bought, fought against Ben Askren, who was yeah, terrible. Watched. Worst, worst hand. But not just that, he's never been a he's a wrestler. He's not even a boxer. He's not a striker. Yeah. So you know what I mean? You, you fought a dude who doesn't really even punch in yeah. MMA. And then um Tyron Woodley, he fought against Woodley. Woodley was on the uh end of his career. What he it ain't even no question. End of his career. Uh end of his career and Woodley um I think Woodley was kind of. I'm still. It's still. That's still kind of questionable. Uh, I'm not gonna do the whole. Well, I'm forget it. I'm gonna do it. I don't know if Woodley didn't take a dive. I'm not gonna ever accuse a man of doing that without really having proof. But I will say there was some suspicious moments in that fight where it looked like he was taking a dive. I'm not gonna say he did, but. I can see why people would say he did. Like whenever he had him on the ropes and just stopped punching. You know you what I mean? Find like that suspicious. I mean, yeah, you don't I'm find that you, suspicious. It looked like I said, it looked like he did, but I'm never mm-hmm. gonna say that he did. You know what I mean? Right. Without having and, I, and I agree. I, I agree. Um, 
you brought up uh Silver. Silver is he borderline, borderline he fifty. He and and realistically, Silver was was Silver was hanging in there with him and and Jake caught him, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He caught him with a punch and sat him down. And that I, that was the difference in the fight. Um for the most part. But now he fights Tommy Fury, who both were Tommy Fury was like eight and zero or something like that with four yeah. knockouts. Um, so they both were, I mean, pretty early careers. But Tommy was, I think Tommy got more credibility because of his relationship Tyson. with Tyson, yeah, it's good. Um, nephew, whatever. Yeah. So I I don't. While I respect Jake Paul, um, his 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 ability, I didn't like. It felt like. Boxing, and you said he didn't, he wanted to make a mark. It felt like to me he was because he was doing more of um, in the ring with the you know, saying, I'll fight you if you get to get a tattoo or something like that. I'll fight you, I'll give you 500. And I get it, it's showmanship, yeah, it's selling, yeah, but it's like you're you're making you're making money and and which you're is what you're supposed to do. And real boxing, or what is considered real boxing, don't get the people don't show up for it like that. Well, let me ask you this: What, how is what he been doing different than Mayweather fighting that Japanese kickboxer? It's not. Well, I think maybe it felt like to me, and I said it when he did when he was going over to fighting like the Chinese, uh, yeah, even McGregor. You know what I mean? It's the same same type. It of felt like it was me. like you know what I'm saying it was like. Either you know what I'm saying you owe taxes or you know what I'm saying you're trying to make up some quick money or or something. I mean, and I'm not saying he was broke, but it was just like yeah. I'm gonna say that if 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 you say that what Mayweather did was also a mockery, then you yeah. know what I mean. I can't, you know what I mean. Then, yeah, I, I you know, do and, keep and it I the do. same stand. But I, I know a lot of people who impartially because they Mayweather fans or you know, whatever, you know, and they feel like Mayweather, what Mayweather did, Mayweather earned the right to do that. You know what I mean? Well, I disagree. If you're a boxer, you're going to box, and you're not going to make a mockery of the sport that you so-called earn the right to make a mockery of. That doesn't really make sense. So I feel like if you say Mayweather made a mockery of it, then I agree that um, Jay Powell did too. But I don't really feel like what Mayweather did was necessarily a mockery. I feel like it was um, kind of borderline amateurish you know what i'm saying but like i'm not gonna necessarily say it was a mockery um i feel like a mockery would be like taking dives or you know what i'm saying intentionally stuff like that yeah um ryan say uh i'm old school talk with your hands uh ryan we're not talking about sign language in here we're not talking about asl i told you you started with me early speaking of asl it's the crazy did you see the video of the woman doing ASL to Eminem rap god? I did. Now, I feel like she was just making stuff up at that point. I've seen um Rihanna, the one lady who did it for Rihanna. I saw the the lady who did it for Waka Flocka. Yeah. And yeah, so the like like the Waka Flocka when I saw this Eminem rap guy under that. And I mm. swear like she was just making the I she had cuz it was the same woman it was the same oh, okay. woman, so she must be like the hip hop ASL woman or something. Gotcha. But but bro, she was she was a little lit on that walk flock one, bro. I don't know if she was dancing or making signs, but she was lit. Right. Right. So um Paul's up in the building. What's good? He says, uh, what's good? Can't talk much listening while working on something. Well, man, we appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? That we can uh this man, yeah. this man coming up with an 18-page spreadsheet. <laughs> uh Twister, <laughs> someone did it to Twister. If you can sign the Twister, man, you, mm-hmm. you got some fast fingers. No comment. Twitter fingers, Twister fingers. <laughs> uh, moving on to basketball. Uh, LSU men, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, LSU men failed yesterday to, to a uh, team with no coach. Coachless Ole Miss, yes. Um, that's gotta be bro. Is that the new know. bottom? Like losing to a team without a coach. 
that's almost uh LSU football team losing to a team without um missing three starters and playing walk ons. That the year Medenberg, it was like I want to say it was like twelve or thirteen. But I that, feel like this first missing. though, bro. Cause for one, like this team is just as bad as you, like record wise. That's true. Talent wise. And they ain't got a coach. And you at home? You weren't at home. They was at home. It was. It was at. I mean, oh, you right. You right. They was at. So what the hell? Yeah, you right. Yeah. But I just. I don't care, bro. Like, ain't no way you should. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too hard on. I don't know. I think we expect more uh, because we saw more from them. Well, um, even the game you won. That ain't gonna be too harsh. On me. You just saw two players step up. If we want to be honest, you had 35 from one and 18 from the other. So you had what 80% of your points come from two players. I don't know how much stepping up we saw them do, but we saw KJ and Adam step up. But you know, here's the last three years, even underway, different players, um, everything. Shooting has been an issue. Cam Thomas was the exception. But shooting has been it. When I say shooting, I'm not talking about mid range and, and three. Cam We're, Thomas wasn't. Cam Thomas was a volume shooter, and yeah. I'm not saying that he wasn't a good shooter, but he was, he was like a four for eight, four for ten kind of guy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so he make them, but he shot a lot to make some. Yeah, like we ain't had a true shooter since Tremont Skyler. I don't even. I I was Skyler probably, but I don't even know if he's. They both they both decent, but I wouldn't call neither one of them a shooter. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The reason why I said that layups. I am I am sick and tired of seeing layups roll out, and I, I, I it happens, and it but it's like the last few last years. Year. What we said last year, Xavier Pinson can't finish at the rim. We said that last year. We I said time. We said it times before that. Oh, we said. Um, Javante Smart and Skylar Mays having trouble finishing at the rim. We, I asked for a finishing coach for two seasons just to have somebody so we can finish layups at the rim. It's no different. Yeah. And no, uh, uh, Ryan, I would prefer not to have Brandon Miller's and Darius Miles is on this team. Damn. Speaking of that, the pat down. That was the. That was the Tone worst. Tom Since I'm, I'm gonna tell you what it remind me of. Uh, your boy, the, Gilbert Arenas. Ooh, I forgot about that one. When they, I was gonna they had, say that. I was gonna say that when they did the CPR after the sack. Oh, uh, what well, I think that I don't think that. So I can excuse because people were doing. I don't think you know. And it was Tone Deaf, but I don't think that was necessarily intentional aimed at. Um, ain't that the more Hamlin? I think it was something that they used to do, and then didn't then think about. Oh shoot, we shouldn't do that no more. I, and to to your point, to your point, I think that's sort of the same situation with the Brandon Miller thing. I think that's something that they have been doing for a while, and they just didn't realize right now probably ain't the best time to keep doing it. And so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that they started doing that or this is something they did you know what i mean but if if and i think it is the case if it's something that they have been doing they should have probably stopped doing you know what i mean but i don't don't think that it's something where they were like oh let's do this you know because you're going through this you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. but either way it's tone deaf and i feel like they should have read the room a little bit better yeah uh they I, they did. He said, uh, "I forgot about." Then that. someone do a, a, a TD celebration jokingly after Burr shot himself. Yeah, they did. I they did. About that. Forgot yeah. about that one too. But yeah, so <sighs> yeah, that's uh, what is Ryan talking about? Head, shoulders, pants, shoes, wipe me down. What? He done had one too many to drink tonight. Yeah, <laughs> it's is Ryan the new Chris. I ain't see Chris in here in a minute. 
Uh, he oh, might be. Man. He might be. He might be stuck in Bay St. Louis. Somebody check on him. Yeah, he fishing with Miles Brennan. I was just gonna say he, he he he. No, he probably sold some of them dogs to Miles Brennan and and uh, <laughs> he sold some of them dogs. He told. Hey, Chris, Chris, we talk about them dogs like Bubba was talking about them shrimp. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I got brown yeah. dogs. I got <laughs> blue tick dogs. I can't. I've been running my dogs, man. Get a little about them dogs, man. Um, LSU women uh, finished off the season, man. With only one loss on the season. Finished off the regular season. That one Impressive. loss. <clears throat> that one loss was uh, a big loss. It was a big loss, but <laughs> who they lost to? Everybody lost to. So uh, that's true. That's true. But they did finish off, and Angel Reese tied Sylvia Falls with twenty-seven double doubles in a season. Yeah, I mean, very impressive. Um, even though they lost the biggest game of the year so far, mm -hmm. uh, nothing to hang their head on, nothing to be dis you know disappointed or feeling like a failure about anything like that. Um, did I do that? I did. Yeah. Um, I and they should see that team again, you know, and hopefully mm -hmm. in the SC, hopefully two more times, but yeah. uh, definitely one more time for sure. So. Uh, we'll see, but uh, great season, exceeded expectations, but I still feel like this team isn't satisfied, and I feel like they feel like they ain't reached their full potential yet. Um, Jasmine Carson is getting hot at the right time. The last – since the South Carolina game, she's been killing it, especially from three. And they're going to need that against South Carolina, though, if they yeah. play them, because you can't ask recent and uh, – Alexis Morris to do it all. Oh yeah, no, 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 definitely can't. And it it it, it relieves them some of that pressure from them too. Yeah, um, we need Williams to have a big game because them twin towers from South Carolina. We saw what happened last time. If Angel Reese, I'm not gonna say she can she can get shut down, but they can make life difficult for her. So mm -hmm. she needs someone else it's, to help on the glass, help her in the in the post because they got crazy. multiple big bodies in South Carolina. They can throw Reese. Yeah, it's crazy. She got 16, and they and that's considered quote unquote shutting her down because yeah. that's not what we used to seeing from her. Well, um, it's it's the way she got the 16. Like yeah. this, that 16 looks like the hardest 16 that she got all season. Like you know, what I mean? oh yeah, she, she earned every she earned every one of them 16. Whereas some of the other games, it came way easier for her. So yeah. I think I think the whole shutting it down was the the way it looked. You know what I mean? Not mm -hmm. necessarily her production. Yeah, um, NBA. We were supposed to talk about this. Uh, no, we wouldn't. Oh, we were. Okay, okay, okay. We can talk about that. And the we post All Star. We can't talk about another team though. But yeah. Why we can't? Because we need Zion back asapily. Mm. That's why. Uh. So, <clears throat> the Hawks fired uh, last Tuesday. Fired Nate McMillan. Um, basically, he was too tough of a coach. Um, Pretty much, him and Trey Young didn't get along. Uh, and uh, was it John Collins? One of their players came out and basically was like, uh, he felt like that coach would be a good fit for an older team. And so that's my way of basically saying he wasn't. He was kind of being demanding and kind of too tough on some of the younger guys who aren't used to that kind of treatment. Mm -hmm. But this is the third coach that Trey Young done had in his career. Well, the next one will yeah. be the fourth coach that he's done had in his career. And so um, – Well, they got that next coach. Yeah, they did. And yeah. I hate the fit, honestly. Uh, the Hawks hired Quinn Snyder to five-year deals. Uh, he'll make his debut on Tuesday. Yeah, Quinn Snyder was – is for those who don't know, he was the coach for the Jazz whenever – for the past few years, whenever they went on their run, a regular season run at, at least, of you know being number one, number two seed in the West multiple times, and you know having having great, good but not great teams, I say with Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, and some of those teams. But I don't like the fit. You know what? It, I'm tripping. Quinn Snyder has been a hard nosed type coach, and you giving it. You know who I was confusing Quinn Snyder with. Who's the dude that was coaching at Portland that they let go? 
Oh, um, I got that man name. Um, I'm gonna have to look it up now. Yeah, he was there. You talking about the dude was there for like 45 years in Portland. Um, what was the man name? Terry Stotts. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I was confusing them yeah. too. Yeah, Quest Snyder was, and he, and you remember, he just left the Jazz. He just yeah. up like my contract up. I don't want no, you know. He just like basically walked away from the team. So I, it could be that he wants back into basketball, and this is kind of his first chance. But if I'm the Jet, if I'm the Hawks, I just got rid of a demanding coach and bring in another demanding coach. I don't know if that's necessarily the right move you want to do, unless the reports and the rumors are true about them looking to move on from Trey Young in the offseason. Mm. Interesting, interesting. People moving on. That's gonna be the. <clears throat> that's gonna be very, very interesting to watch, especially yeah. when you look at it and consider that they could have Luca. Oh yeah, that uh, they, they did trade them for each mm-hmm. other. Yikes! Um, Post All Star NBA predictions. So we've already started seeing some of these teams how they look now. Um, we got because a lot of teams made moves right before the All Star break, and we didn't get to see those new teams uh, play together. Them, at least. Not at least, you know, what I'm saying maybe one or two games. Yeah, not maybe. Um, Boston didn't. I don't think Boston made any moves. Not big ones, at least. Boston looks good. They do, but I'm if I'm Boston, I'm looking at Milwaukee. Mm. Cause Milwaukee hasn't really been healthy all year, at least at the same time. And they made I can't stand the guy. As a matter of fact, I hate the guy. And I know I shouldn't say that, but I do. Jay Crowder. They made a move for Jay Crowder. And as a starter, I hate it. But as a depth piece in late in playoff, you know, in the playoff series when you need to bring a defender off the bench to throw at Tatum or Brown, it just gave them another depth piece, and they really didn't give up nothing to get it. So I, mm-hmm. I look when I'm looking in the East and I'm looking top to bottom at who the deepest teams are. That them two the teams I'm looking at them two with with a third close third to the Philadelphia 76ers, a close third to them. Yeah. Um... In the West, um, anybody's game, yeah, because we saw Memphis play uh the Nuggets last night and Molly. Um, today, um, the Lakers played the Mavericks. I actually, I, I look point lead. I listen when I <laughs> it's funny when I landed, I looked, I was like, ooh, I said, maybe I shouldn't have picked the Lakers today, and I went out by the time I got got to my room and checked again, I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And and LeBron got hurt. And I, I didn't I didn't I didn't watch the game. I just yeah. saw a clip of of him laying on the ground and mouthing, I heard it pop or I felt it pop or something like that. So I don't know what exactly happened. Yeah. All I know is that A D was the one who kind of carried the team on this mm-hmm. and I told you this. I, I hated admitting it, but when y'all made the trades at the deadline, I told you the Lakers got better. Yeah. And I you you starting to see it. You know, you see D Lo pitch in for what 20 the other night. You see Vanderbilt and, and Malik Beasley, you know, fitting in seamlessly and giving you what you didn't have from Thomas Bryant and Russell Westbrook. So I I mean the, the Lakers are in a position to to keep sliding up in the playoff standings. When you look at some of these other teams, like the Pelicans, as bad as the Hastings say, are struggling. And so it's really anybody's game in the West. You know, you mentioned Nuggets dropping the Phoenix. I mean, the Memphis. You got Phoenix, who who lost the game today, close game, but they lost the game today. And they still getting arguably the greatest player in, in the league back in Kevin Durant when he comes back from injury. So – like, where do they fit in? Russell Westbrook had a great game in his debut for the Clippers. Yes. 16 points, 14 rebounds. And coming out, I mean, I know it's a double overtime game, but he did all that in under 40 minutes. So it's like 
where 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 do we see the Clippers when they get an upgrade in the point guard production, arguably from Russell Westbrook, which changes the pace that the Clippers play in, which makes them now a, a, a kind of more dangerous team because they can kill you in the half court with the, with the KD and Paul George combination. Or if you let Westbrook run, you know what I mean? They could be dangerous also. So now they kind of more dangerous because they're more versatile now. So I mean, like, where do you where do you put them in there? What is Dallas with Kyrie and Luca come in? They, you know, they got to figure out how they're gonna do in the game situations with two, you know, clutch shot makers who both want the ball, but they dangerous offensively. If they can figure it out defensively, where they gonna fit in? You know, we, Memphis is still in the mix. Like, so mm-hmm. it's so much out west that man. It, Golden State, if they get healthy, where they gonna fit in? They if if you are one or two seed and you got the Golden State Warriors at number eight or number seven and the Lakers at number eight, I don't want to play neither one of them teams for a second. You know what I mean? So it's like the West is wide open, and if you look from like four to like ten or eleven, it's like separated by like three games. So I mean, it, it literally anybody can make it or anybody can get knocked out the playoffs. Um, Westbrook. You talked about his debut and how he looked. Um, was it the system? Was it him just trying to having to do more or trying to be forcing a <coughs> excuse me a square peg round hole type situation? I think it was a little bit of both. Um, I mean, if you look at it, Westbrook is a ball dominant guard, and mm-hmm. you're playing with a ball dominant guy in LeBron. The difference between Westbrook and somebody like Kyrie is Kyrie's a better shooter. He can kind of spot up. Westbrook can't really give you that. And Westbrook is an attacking guard. and You're playing with no, not really much spacing um, because the Lakers haven't had shooting since Westbrook has been there. So when you don't have shooting and you got a guy who needs to attack the goal, all defense do is collapse on him. And, you know, he's not allowed to play his game. Not to mention the Lakers – oldest team in the league for the past couple years so the pace that Westbrook wants to play at isn't conducive or best for what the Lakers want to do so he's trying to kind of play more of a half-court game when he's really a transition you know type of guy so it's that the round peg square hole type situation in the sense there but at the same time it's the system and what they was asking him to do and he's not an off-ball type guy I mean that's not him and you don't do you move LeBron off ball? I mean, like, you know, there was really nothing for them to do to make it kind of work. And so I feel like not only is he in a, in a better system for him, he's also surrounded by a better complement of players for him. You know, you got better shooting, you got better spacing, and you got, you know, Kawhi and Paul George who don't necessarily need the ball in their hands as much as LeBron does. I mean, Kawhi is cool with taking, like, 15, 16 shots a game. You know what I mean? Like, he don't need a whole bunch of, uh, you know. Paul George had his best statistical season of his career playing with Westbrook. You know what I mean? So those are both two guys who aren't going to necessarily try to rein Westbrook in back as much as they're going to try to encourage him to be himself and fit in around him. Uh, More epic laugh. Kawhi Leonard, quarter to Paul Bryant. Ooh. I'm going to go Carter because Carter's laugh is consistent. I've heard Kawhi laugh like seven different ways, so I don't know which one is really the <laughs> Kawhi laugh. <laughs> That's because he's talking, uh, talking about the one at the interview when he yeah. was with Toronto? <laughs> yeah. The one that sounded like a car trying to have stuff with starting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like that car won't turn over, man. <laughs> it won't turn dude, over, man. It won't that turn dude programming over. his programming was off. He had to he had a glitch. Yeah, he had to get an update. Um I want to make that my ringtone. Laugh. <laughs> um last week. Okay. Well, you talked about Boston Philly. Did you see that game last night? Yes, sir. My goodness. What an ending. What an ending. Oh my god, that ended. Uh, I was in the room and yelled before I know it. I yelled, oh shit, because I thought he made it. I thought he won. I mean, I thought he tied up to sit the overtime. Yeah. And Dillon's came in, he said, Daddy, what happened? And I said, He made a, I said, He just made a, uh, MB just made a shot from half court. <laughs> and I think Dillon called himself too, because he was why he, he showed the replay. Dillon yeah. was like, 
Oh, ooh, daddy. <laughs> ooh, ooh, daddy. I said, it don't count, though. He said, why it don't count? Oh, yeah. They cheating. I said, nah. And I showed him, you know, the clock. He said, oh, yeah. okay. But yeah, that was a close. That, hey, that would have been, great. man. Great game, yeah. man. Yeah, great game. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, if Boston is, is right there, if Boston is, I mean, they made the finals last year, so technically they still the you know if they if they the if they the cream of the crop in the East, feel it right there. Let me ask you this: Is it strictly talent, or is it just so happened that Boston had two of the best first time coaches that they could have ran into? Because uh, what's the dude name? Muzzle Missoula? Oh yeah, Missoula. Oh yeah, Missoula. Uh, yeah, he he pretty good. To my Udoku. Udoku. To my last year. Last year. Last year. Uh, part of it is talent. Um, I feel like they roster construction wise are one of the most talented teams in the league. Uh, but they're doing it. So this, this is this to me is the crazy part about it. Last year they were the best defensive team in the league. This year, I don't know if it's still the same. I hadn't looked at it, but I know it like. Like two weeks before, three weeks before the All Star break, they were the best offensive team in the league. So what they did was find a coach who maximized them defensively, and then turned right back around and found a coach that could maximize them offensively. And both times they were the best in the league. So that to me tells me is talent. You okay. know what I mean? But the coaching, they just found coaching that maximized a little them bit on one the end of the other. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. All right, man. You ready for this? Sure. All right. Let's get it. God, thank it. We ain't playing at on on the home court, man. They don't everything don't don't. Work oh yeah, the same. I understand. I'll go first <laughs> since yours kind of more of a a real yeah. message. Gotcha. All right, so I want to call down to the front. Everybody who got a problem with Major League Baseball and NCAA Baseball changing some of these rules. Ooh. So, I understand. Change can be hard. Trust me. I understand. Um, But that don't mean change is wrong. There was one point in time, 1979, when the NBA added a three-point line. And people said it changed the game of basketball. It actually hasn't. You know, it's made basketball more exciting. We all have, we all know the game of basketball to exist with a three-point line. And to think of a time when there was no three-point line is almost crazy. So just because they're changing some of these rules doesn't mean they're ruining the sport. It could be that they're doing what they can to make the sport better. Major League Baseball has the oldest age of the average fan of any major sport in America. So what that means is your fan base is dying away. I mean, there's no other way to say it. So you have to do something to try to attract younger fans. And if that is speeding up the game, then that's what you need to do. Now, I will say I think 20 seconds is a little too quick. I feel like some of these rules can be tweaked, but I don't think that adding these rules is necessarily a bad thing. There was once upon a time when people thought, a forward pass in football was going to end the game of football. And now we see 50, 60 passes a game. It's normal. And in a few years, the pitch clock will be normal. So just calm down. Let them figure out the tweaks. Let them get used. Let them, you know, figure and find that happy medium. And I think we'll all enjoy it in a few years. Now, the biggest problem I have is eliminating the shift. Eliminating the shift. It's not baseball. They've been doing it for years. If you if you want to get a hit whenever they got a shift on, bunt down the third baseline. Hit it the other way. Play baseball. But don't get rid of the shift just because people are complaining about it. If you want to make the game faster, I'm all for it. But making it to where people don't have to hit into a shift, I'm not with you on that. But all in all, rule changes in sports are going to happen. I mean, we added we had a college football playoff. We had conference rooms. I mean, there's change that happens all the time. So you just can't say 
that just because a rule change happened that the sport is ruined. Let's give some time and see what happens before we start making, you know, these big assumptions about what's going to happen with the game of baseball. Yeah. Uh, seconds is too quick. That's man, chill out. Bro. <laughs> Ryan hey, says, Pause, pa- Blake. Depends uh, on Blake. Blake isn't on this Who's show. Blake? I, I, guess, Blake? I think he, think, yeah, I, I guess he thought I was Blake. I mean, you typed it. I mean, I know. I guess he, I guess he, he I, assumed the producer. I'll say this. I'll say this 20 seconds is only quick if you're not able to fulfill that 20 seconds. It could be the best 20 seconds of her life. I'm just saying. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Action pack. All right. Here we go. All right. Let me compose myself. Get my composure. All right. Um. This one is a little bit more serious. Um. This is not even just to LSU fans. This is to all sports fans as a whole. Um, we, As we mentioned yesterday, it came out that uh, Michael Daugherty uh, entered into the transfer portal. Um, immediately, immediately, I started seeing he's leaving. Oh, man, my bad. He's leaving to get more money. He's leaving because he's not getting playing time. Uh, he's leaving because he's homesick. Um, he's leaving because uh, he was promised something that he didn't get. Uh, he's leaving for and, and just all kinds of reasons. I want to start. I want to start by saying this. Um, most of us uh, who are who who share the what what we call the the fan space, um, we don't know. There are plenty of reasons why people leave. Um, it could be something family related. Uh, it could be um, anything, and this is not just about Michael Daughter. This is about as a whole. We we did it with uh, Arie Gilbert. Uh, we've done it with um, Jack Besh. We've done it with Eli Ricks. We've done it with every player, LSU fans. Now, on a grand scale, every team does it. Every fan base does it. And I think we should be more sympathetic because we don't know what's going on. Um, as we found out, mental health, uh, mental health is is something serious. is a is an extremely serious um, situation that, re- up until recently, people just brushed off. They overlooked uh, family issues. Is again something else that people just brushed off. NIL should not be your default reason for blaming a kid for leaving. And let's all have a little bit more respect and decency to just say, hey, we don't know, wish wish them the best and move on. For the most part, most of you are adults. You're not in college. You're not, I mean, you got kids of your own. Move on. Let let it go. Stop blaming kids and stuff. Living your life through uh, these kids. Let's stop, man. We gotta we gotta show a little bit more common decency to uh the emotions, the the feelings, the 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 just I, I, common decency of, of these people because everybody goes through things and what if you change jobs, not everybody's speculating why you change jobs. Why? It's none of your business, it's none of nobody's business again. Pray for him and move on. That's all I got. Man, that man said a mouthful. Pray for him and move on. Well, you can say that applies to so much in life, man. Just pray for him and move on. Yeah. Yeah. Boy. And this old vet says, we don't know, so we make stuff up. And that's exactly what happens. Mm-hmm. Um <sighs> And I don't want to bring this back up because people made a joke about it, but I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Um, the Destiny Wilson rumors. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it got to a point. This this young lady had to, I don't know if she deleted her Twitter, but she ended yeah, up. She made it private. To pr- making it private. Yeah. She can't. So she is ridiculed for what is ultimately a rumor. 
mm-hmm. a nasty rumor. Now, Kayshawn gets praises and slaps on the back. But she gets looked at like she's some two-piece, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, hooker. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Over some over some BS, man, that people just made up. I it's think, not it's not right. And I think I mean this this is a what conversation for a whole nother day, but uh, I, I think I, the problem I, I is to, yeah. yeah, I know, I know, but I think the problem is in our society, we so used to people finding out the scoop, and you know what I mean, and getting the scoop and all that, that we crave that scoop. You know what I mean? When something happens, we, we gotta know what happened, we gotta know why, we gotta know everything. And we've been so um, thirsty to find out the information and the real story that we stopped using common decency and we stopped using, you know what I'm saying, respect for other people. All that go out the window because we got to have our fix. You're basically like addicts trying to get the scoop. And so we don't care what we got to do to get it. If that means we got to make fun of somebody, if that means we got to tarnish somebody's name, if that means we got to make up something to try to get the truth, as long as we get that fixed, we don't care what it does. And as a society, that's become a problem, and it's hurt a lot of people. And that's not okay, bro. I um, we we've talked, me and you, us to other people in spaces, and we say all the time, we are not a news breaking podcast. Mm-hmm. I let y'all, I I let y'all all in on a little secret. It's a lot of stuff we know we don't tell, we don't <laughs> say, um. And like when I we come in spaces and people ask questions and stuff, a lot of times I say, uh, you know, what I'm saying I, I'll give a, a general because that's it's not for me to tell. I don't. You can't tell everybody else's story. And not not everything is news, bro. You know what I mean? Not everything is news, man. Like, and we talk like the whole Brian Kelly divorce situation. To me, to me, that's not news, bro. That's personal life. And not and not everybody's personal life is news, and and I understand he's a public figure. Cool, that doesn't mean his personal life Bruh, has that's, to be news. What? And I asked somebody, at what point is it that is it news cycle that we have to know? And some of them say he's the highest paid. Uh, uh, he's the highest paid. Uh, state employee. He's the public yes. state employee. He's the highest paid state employee in the state. State employee. Care. One, he's not. That's one because he's not paid by the state. What part of it is not paid by the state employee, though? I get I'm a state employee, bro. Yeah, I work for the state. I don't care if I'm not the highest paid, I don't want state employees' business getting put out there because where you draw the line at exactly. I asked, I said, so what what is the price point for privacy? Exactly, where you draw a line at because you ain't putting my business out there as news. I promise we'll have some issues then. Listen, I was I was joking with somebody one day, and we was talking, and they was like, "Man, you should run for office." I said, "Nah, because I, I know what my skeletons." No, I ain't even say that. I said, "I know what my internet search history look like. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I know what that thing." Oh was. my god, um, that's a good one. All I know is I got too many skeletons in my closet. Yeah, nah, we're good. We're good. Um, so. <laughs> We good. I'm good on that. Yeah, nah, bro. Because I <laughs> some things yeah, y'all look, y'all look at me a little. Y'all look at me a whole man. lot different. <laughs> hey, hey, if you like midgets, man, that's on you, bro. Small people, be respectful. You're right. My my apologies. My apologies. <laughs> they still about that thing. <laughs> they like I said, they still bounce that thing. Oh, all yeah, right, yeah. man. So, what is it called? Giving you a, a little piece of ass. All right, we'll be back on Wednesday. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe on Twitter at Golden Boot. On Instagram at Golden Boot. On YouTube at The Golden Boot Pod. 
on Facebook at The Golden Boot Pod. Golden Boot! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.